Hey, this is Bruce Boudreau, and you're listening to Empty Betters with Nick Mack and Harrison. Everybody and welcome back to episode 171 of Empty Betters. I am your host Harrison Scholes. I'm going to toss it across the screen to my co-host Nick Manella. What's going on, my friend? Dude, doing well. Just got back from uh, Delray Beach, Florida, where I was either older than everyone by 10 years or younger than everyone by 45 years. So, <laughs> love and life right now. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. Nice little weekend trip. I feel the same way. I am uh, still down in the Outer Banks, and I believe the University of Virginia is having some type of beach week at the moment. So that's been an interesting uh, twist to the second week down here. But Nerds. things are going well. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to toss it across the screen to my other co-host up in Wisco, Mac Vogel. How are we doing, buddy? Doing good. I'm uh I'm ready for a conference final preview. That's what we got on on the docket for you today. And uh, I don't think it's the four teams any of us foresaw. Any of you probably listeners foresaw. And if you, if it is, I don't believe you. So, um, ready to talk some hockey as always. Got a got a good episode for you here. Yeah, I'm definitely excited. Uh, as Mac just said, none of us really thought this. You could probably tell that by the round two pick results. That was a little brutal, but we, uh, you know what? We move on. Round three is our round. And I'm now going to toss it across the screen to our, well, I'm not even going to call you intern anymore. Our newly graduated, congratulations, I'll say team member, Jackson Gross. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's been weird. Finished up finals last week. So this week has been straight, just chilling, been playing a ton of MLB the show right now watching as much playoff hockey and playoff basketball as I can. So is that not the best video game, like the best sports video game? It is. It it's is so well done. It, it's pr- it probably out of like all the major sports video games is the most in, like enjoyable, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Cause NHL 23 or whatever we're on now is basically still just NHL 15 with better graphics. But yeah, yeah. NHL is awful. I did. This is, I told my mom the other day, I had every copy of NHL from 2002 to 2022, and I just cold turkey 23. I was like, it's not worth it. No, it's it's not. But like, there's so much fun stuff you could do in the show. Like, I literally have a team called the Super Saiyans with a logo of Goku from Dragon Ball. So it's like, it's the little so, things in life. It's so much fun. And they let you play against people like cross platform, which is like, come yes. on, that should be the yes. easiest like first thing that every game lets you do. But I digress. it's just like it it's so stubborn for any game to just not do that at this point. Yeah, it's dumb. But I'm I'm enjoying life right now and I'll be graduating officially going through the whole ceremony uh this Saturday at, at Pfizer. So it should be lit. Oh yeah. Congrats, bro. Yeah, Thank congratulations, you. man. That's exciting. Welcome to the uh the real world, as some would say. Oh, boy. <laughs> Pleasant place. It's full of fun. Uh, all right. We got a jam-packed episode, second round wrap-up, uh, conference finals previews. We got some discussion portions. But I am going to toss it off to Mac for what has very quickly become our most exciting segment and most fan-requested segment of the entire episode, the question of the day. Aren't you going highly... to who it's presented by first? Uh, yes. Uh, I was going to say it for after, but you know what? I'll do it now. 
Uh, the question of the day, in case you are new here, is presented by Brackish Life. If you're like us and grew up on the water and outdoors, then Brackish Life is perfect for you. They have a wide selection of gear from UV shirts to hoodies and hats. It's Real Bay Apparel made by Real Bay people. Head to www.brackish.life today to check them out. A little salty, a little fresh. Brackish Life. Great summer gear, by the way. UV Indeed. shirts, if you get... To get uh, sunburned easily and you hate sunscreen, their UV shirts are perfect. So uh, once again, thank you, Kyle. I'm looking forward to this one, Mac. You tweeted something out this morning saying that you had something like locked in. And this was this is highly anticipated here, I feel like. So I did. I actually this is pretty rare for me. I thought of the question of the day at like 11 a.m. or so sitting in my little silly little cubicle at work. And uh, then something crazy happened. Uh, my sister texted me, shout out Cass Vogel, and she actually gave me an idea for an even better one. Uh, so I have a new one that wasn't the one I was tweeting about, but yeah, I have that one on doc for lay, uh, I guess next episode, but this one's even better. Trust me. So you're in for a good one regardless. All right. We ready boys? Let's hear it. Hit me. Okay. So would you rather Every day of your life, um, there <laughs> stay with me here. Every day of your life, you wake up and in your own head, you hear a theme song that's like written about you. Like it's like it's literally like a theme song to like a sitcom or something, but it's like about you. It's like he's Nick Manella and he's waking up and he, like whatever. Like it's a song about you and it's a theme song to your life. Uh, and then all throughout the day, you hear like a laugh track and like all that sitcom stuff in your head, like corresponding with your daily actions. Right. And then when you go to bed, there's like a closing theme similar to the opener and that's it. But you're the only one that hears all this. Right. So that's the first option. We good there. Mm -hmm. Got it. Second option is with no rhyme or reason roughly 20 to 30 times a day the o'reilly auto parts jingle plays after some of some of the sentences you say out loud but everybody hears it <laughs> no the first one <laughs> wait this is actually really good wow okay let me process this so like for those yeah. you know you know the o o o O'Reilly's auto, auto parts. parts. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, maybe okay. you can even like insert the jingle right here or something for those people. I don't know if that's possible, but maybe. we'll try. Okay. So can I ask a question? So actually, I'm, maybe this is dumb. So for the first one, you're the only one that hears it. But are you aware that this is part of like a would you rather or would you genuinely be freaked out? Like what? Like why am um, I hearing this? I think it's like a condition you were born with and you're not too concerned about it. You're just okay. kind of like, yeah, this is my life. I I'm pretty sure no one else has this experience, but maybe they do. But like you've kind of become accustomed to it a little bit, I guess. But like, I mean, it's it's constant. Like and yeah. and even like think about like, if something goes wrong, like in your life, like let's say you get like fired from work, you hear like a, oh, like the, like the audience reacts to like everything. So I also wow. have like a question here when it comes to the first one, like 
is the theme song just narrating what I do all day? Or is the theme song like just when I wake up and then basically like it's like <laughs> uh, my life has a live studio audience for the rest of the day? The theme song only happens in the morning, but it, okay. the lyrics to it probably, I'm imagining, do change a little bit as your life goes on. Is it like maybe on my match. commute to work, there's like the he's commuting to work music and then like yeah, when I'm at like, work, it stops and then yeah, there's it kicks some back themes, on when I yeah, go home. Like, I mean, you've, you know, you've seen sitcoms where like there's a main like one-ish minute like actual song with lyrics but then you'll hear like little riffs from it, like throughout yeah. the show as so, like the scenes change. You'll hear. I'm some assuming this too. is just my life is just going to be full house. So like when I wake up in the morning, it's going to be everywhere <laughs> you look, right? It's something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. But then it'll have like the Seinfeld like, bam, ba, dam, 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 yeah. dam, like in between me doing right stuff. exactly. Yeah, Sign some little up. like. I think Nick's this. Yeah, I was gonna say this doesn't sound like much of a of how a my threat. life lives anyways. Uh, I just have the, nonsense on, constantly going through my brain. For a second though, you guys, like how annoying that would get. Like after like, any even remotely funny, th- like it gets to the point because you know the laugh track happens after things that are not even fucking funny. Like, true. So like you're saying normal things, like maybe just a tiny little sarcastic remark to like your mom or something. And you're the like, oh, <laughs> so does the O'Reilly parts song come through your phone at random? No, it just kind of like plays from an unknown source. And like, everyone hears it. Everyone hears it. Who's like, like, let's I'm picturing like you go into your boss's office real quick. You do the little like knock on the side of the door. You're like, hey, quick question for you. Uh, did you want that report uh, on your desk? Or you want me to email it to you? And she's like, oh, just email it to me. That'll be fine. She And you're like, all right, sounds good, boss. And then there's just the, oh, 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 oh <laughs> And again, 20 this... to 30 times a day at random moments. See, 20 to 30 is a lot. I, I think yeah. I'm actually going to switch my answer, though. I think I actually am going to take the O'Reilly Auto Parts one because you could have a lot of fun with that. Like, if you... Like, I don't know if there's a way, Mac, I don't know what the contingency on these 20 to 30 times a day is. But like, if you've got to deliver some really, really bad news, like this could get entertaining. You're like breaking up with a girlfriend. You're like, I'm sorry. It's just it's just not going to work out. It's not you. This is a tough uh, one. Um, I don't know. Does you're at like does a like, funeral, you're older in life, you're at like a funeral for a relative, and you're given like a eulogy. You're like, you know, pouring your heart into they're a really good man and they'll be missed. And uh I think everyone in this room feels that feels that and will miss them dearly. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, 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 oh <laughs> I think like, that, on. would this happen like in the middle of the night? Like, like let's say you're sleeping, would like the old <laughs> oh, Riley's God, come on at some point, question. like while you're sleeping, or like you go up to take a piss. If the quota hasn't been hit yet, and if you're like tossing and turning, I'm thinking there's one or two that <laughs> okay. probably pop in, like as you like I, you do a little like oh, just can't get comfortable tonight. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I think I'm going to do option one strictly because I believe there would be some situations for option two that would just be so awkward. I probably couldn't handle them. (laughs) I'm very aware of how I handle those situations. That's that's so tough. My my actual problem with the first option is that other people can't hear it. Like, I feel like it'd be something we could all get together and laugh about if we could all hear it. 
But if it's just me, like that's going to drive me crazy, especially yeah. if the theme song is like a huge banger. And I'm like, oh, you guys got to hear this. Like, yeah, <laughs> I. Uh, I'm going to stick with one. I just feel like I can't handle some of the situations with two. It'd just be too weird. I think just sheerly for the meme factor, I have to go with the O'Reilly's. Well, like, and yeah, well, yes, I could get woken up by it, but I'd rather like other people hear it too than like as I'm yeah. trying to go to bed, this like like saxophone riff is going <laughs> off while I'm trying to go to bed. Saxophone riff. So wait, for the O'Reilly Auto Parts one, is it like <laughs> oh, it's not like it's coming like out of me, right? Like it's just um, coming from somewhere else. Like people unclear. people it's, don't know it's like, me, right? It, it's up no, to they know it. They know it like correlates to you. I don't okay. think they think that your body is making the noise, but I mean if it's happening 20 to 30 times a day. Yeah. And it's always when you're in the area, like people will pick that pick up on that pretty quick. There's no hiding that it's coming from. Okay, you, if that's what you're getting at. Gotcha. <laughs> Matt, like you couldn't answer? play it off and just be like, "Wow, what? It, I mean, what is what that? Is I, don't, that? I yeah. don't know." Like, I mean, maybe for the first like two times you could, <laughs> but like when it happens every day, twenty to thirty times, <laughs> I don't think so. What's your answer, Mac? Man, it's tough. This is I actually thought about this a lot on the way home from work and mm, I think I'm I think I'm going with the theme song. The 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 laugh track and the theme song and the whole I'm sitcom. I'm going one with you. And then I believe I Nick, are you number two? I'm going with the second one, boys. There is Me enough too. that so we're swirls around in here yeah. on a daily basis. <laughs> and Jay, you went two for the meme factor. Yes, yes, I did. Okay, so we've got a, a divided lineup here. I like that. Yeah, yeah. The O'Reilly fun. brothers and the, think uh, of how many people would just like think of how many people would just be like, I'm not like hanging out with Mac <laughs> today because I don't feel like hearing that fucking song. Like, <laughs> You know, like I think about that too. Like meme factor, yes. Well, but it's meme ability. factor for like the people you don't know that well. But I'm thinking about like your roommates, like to the where they don't think it's funny anymore. Like you're just sitting on the couch, like watching TV with them, and you're like, you're like, can you pass me the remote? And they're like, yeah. And like as soon as you say it, it just, it just happens, and they're just trying to ignore it at this point. They're like, I they're like, know. just like, just stop moving, just hold yeah, still, please. Just don't even like speak out loud because. There's a there's a chance that oh you you know it would really blow. I was just thinking like current life and future life. You have like a kid and it's a baby and you wake oh, the baby up with that stupid no. O'Reilly song. That would suck. Yeah, and it's a reasonable or, or I just saw or, the fear of God in Nick's eyes. <laughs> or what happens nine months before that becomes a problem? Like that that, that, same that could get a little bit annoying too. You whoa 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 whoa! <laughs> that was the question. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I I think there's some valid points here. I think there's some valid points here. But yeah. Mac, that was a great great QOTD. Thank you. Yeah, and as always, uh, listeners, comment. We got to break this tie here. So. Uh... We'll get some uh we'll get some comments on the Insta page and maybe a Twitter poll and and find out the real answer here. I would love, yes, I would love to see a poll results on this. I think it would be I think it would be 50-50. And by the way, for last week's, I thought there'd be a lot more uh, no dude. wheat bread people. No, not not as much. No. A lot more U-Haul people. That yeah. was a highly contested question. Hashtag we all. 
Uh, yeah, hashtag <laughs> we haul. Um, we I, all, yeah. I don't. I think that was a little bit closer in your mind than yeah. Any anywhere else, I'm I, not I really don't see I... people taking wheat bread. I just don't. I I don't know. I just fucking U-Haul. God. Oh, but my sister did say she pointed this out. She said you could sleep in the U-Haul. You could put a couch in the U-Haul. You could make that U-Haul like a little mini trailer home if you really wanted to. You could. I mean, it's the it's like the it's not that big though. It's like so you can nap in it too. Or whatever okay, whatever. We're, yeah, so yeah. Let's talk some hockey, boys. I'm done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's also right. something called Uber, but yeah. Sure. All right. Second round wrap up. Uh, we're moving on from QOTD. Uh, we bread still the right answer though. Um, Leafs Panthers. This one ends in five games. Toronto loses their elimination game on home ice in game five. The Panthers are moving on. All of us thought, I think all of us thought the Leafs were going to win. Mac was probably the closest one to picking the cats. I think if I had to guess and, uh, <laughs> Here we are, one week Picking later. myself. I should have, but... What do you guys know. think? What's going on in Toronto after this? Uh, a lot, and I, I'm annoyed that I have to hear about this every time they get either near the playoffs or eliminated from the playoffs. I know they've got contract questions. Everyone has contract questions. But when you're making headlines out of Austin Matthews says he wants to stay, no shit he says he wants to stay. Like, what... what pro athlete with PR media coaching is going to say, I want to get the fuck out of here. I I cannot stand this shit every year after they get eliminated. I'm happy they're done at this point. Just bury them and let's have some fun with Florida. Strong words, Mac. What are your thoughts? I mean, I don't disagree. I, I definitely agree with the, the Matthews sentiment and the whole media thing. It's like, we're making headlines out of the dumbest shit. And that goes for all the teams. Honestly, that that's not even, necessarily a Toronto problem but yeah I mean there's really no there's no winning for us who don't really care one way or another about the Leafs because they lose we hear about it forever but if they had gone on and won the cup we'd hear about it for even fucking longer so like I like at this point unless they like LeBron James (laughs) then we have no out here so we can't can't live them can't what is it? Can't live with them. Can't live without them. Yeah, pretty much something like that. But uh, yeah, rough. I'm happy the cats moved on though. It's a fun team. It's definitely a rough series. Speaking of Matthews for him, not sure if he's dealing with injuries or whatnot, I believe. And if someone fact checks me on this, it'd be appreciated. I think he only had two assists the entire series. He did. Um, what, at what point is like, do we say like this guy has just failed to show up in the playoffs, like multiple, multiple times guys. Yeah, I mean, it's so tricky for me because he was really good against Tampa. I think he had like a seven-game point streak at one point, and then the last like four games of this series, nothing. And there's two guys out of the core four that I would say are probably the most at fault. I mean, Willie Nylander came to play that last game. He looked really good. Right, he looks Um, great. It's not him we're concerned about. It's the other two. It's Mitch and Johnny T, man. That, That was an ugly series for them. They did not look good at all. Um, I don't know. I don't know how the Leafs move on from this. Three of those guys are making over $10 million, which, uh, fun fact, nobody left in the NHL roster-wise is making over $10 million. That should tell you something. Yeah, I saw that, and I also saw a lot of like Leafs fans commenting, being like, okay, so what? And it's like, well, he, I mean, clearly, <laughs> clearly the sentiment here is that, or the, the major takeaway here should be that, 
you can't really build a, a a nice roster when one guy's eating up that much of your salary cap. So yeah, I mean, bring it around to Chicago really quick. I think the Hawks won those titles when Kane and Taze were on relatively cheap contracts, and then after they signed those ten and a half million dollar contracts each, it was lost in the first round to St. Louis, swept by Nashville, no playoffs until the bubble. Yeah, and yeah. rebuild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, again, and I, I brought up their cap friendly really quick. Like, they got to invest in goaltending. Like, they yeah. have to trade for a top flight goaltender, Connor Hellebuck. Yeah, Get Connor yeah. Hellebuck out of Winnipeg. Like, trade TJ Brody. Trade, trade whatever you have to trade from the forward core, defensive prospects. Like. They cannot keep skirting by with mid-tier goalies. Like Freddie Anderson, high mid-tier. Matt Murray, low mid-tier. Ilya Samsonov, even lower mid-tier. Elite upper tier. And by the way, he says he wants to come back to the team. We'll see how that works. So Are they both on one-year deals, Sammy and Murray? I I believe so. Uh, Murray has next season, and then he's a UFA. Ilya is an RFA. Murray needs to retire. Yes. (laughs) That guy is done. It's it's over. Family man time. It's It's over. over. What a wild run that was. They can't even get out of it because he has a modified no-trade clause. Right. So Toronto has its problems. There's going to be all these talk. Yeah, all this talk about, you know, strip Tavares of the sea, Matthews to L.A., Willie Nylander's going to go to the Avalanche. I've already seen that headline from Elliot Friedman come out somehow. And more than likely, nothing's going to happen. And more... majorly. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. going to re-sign Matthews, Tavares is going to stay, and they're just going to go at this with the same bucket of nails Run that they came. Back. <laughs> Seriously, though. Yeah, so... And then they're going to go, what happened? Oh, no, what happened? <laughs> that... I, I that... Just... That uh saying that's like insanity is doing the same thing yes. over and over again, and expecting different results. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to make this too much about the Leafs because the media is already doing that. We got to talk about the Cats a little bit. Sergei Bobrovsky has found his stride um, in a big way right now, and he looks lethal. Speaking of $10 million, I believe he makes exactly $10 million. So technically he he's not uh, over $10 million. So that stat is still correct. True. True. I also don't know if they factored in goalies. I could be wrong. I, I don't know. I saw that screenshot come up and uh, it was interesting, but Bob looks great. Brandon Montour. What a freaking breakout postseason this guy's having, man. He looks unbelievable. Um, and like, could, like, Kachuk didn't really have that insane of a series, to be honest with you, and they still ended up pulling this off. Yeah, true. They're impressive. And, I mean, what do we talk about in hockey all the time is you got to ride the hot hand, right? Well, who's hotter on the planet than this team right now? Yeah, they got depth, they got goaltending, they got defense. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they match up against Carolina. We'll get to that in a little bit, but... uh Shout out to the Cats, man. I mean, that was a hell of a underdog series win. Uh, all right. We are going to move on to the other East series that also wrapped up in five games, the Carolina Hurricanes and the New Jersey Devils. This one uh, went way off track from what I think all of us and the rest of the national media thought was going to happen. Devils end up upsetting the Rangers in seven, and Carolina just absolutely suffocated them. There was just... It really wasn't even close. 
Yeah, I mean, they had that, the Devils had that one game where it was like eight to four, but that was the outlier of the series. Like you said, it really wasn't all that close. Even in the close games, it didn't feel like it was all that close. I think Carolina was just too much, too fast, too loud for the Devils to handle. So, and, you know, apparently they're supposed to get Teravinen back for this, you know, conference final matchup against the Panthers. So I don't know. I mean, if this team continues to get better or continues to get key pieces back, look out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one guy who definitely deserve, deserves a shout out, and I don't have the exact stats in front of me, but Jordan Martinook, that guy, I think he had like 11 points this series or something absolutely insane. A guy who they put on waivers, I'm pretty sure, earlier this season. And then he not didn't get claimed. I believe this is true. Comes back to the team and just had the best second round series out of anybody on the roster. I mean, where do you, how often do you see that happen? Pretty Wild. I will say, if you told the Carolina Hurricanes at the beginning of the season, or even fuck a week before the playoffs started, that to get to win a Stanley Cup this season, they would just need to beat the Islanders, the Devils, the Panthers, and then maybe like Dallas. I think they'd be like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) sure, Uh (laughs) yeah, like. Mac, when you paint it in that light, it's true. They didn't have to play Boston or Tampa or Toronto uh, or the Rangers. Or, yeah. Or I on mean, the uh, other side, even when they get there, they're not going to have to face Colorado, Minnesota, like any of the teams that down the stretch people were really scared of. Yeah. yeah just, um, just oh, going, yeah, just quickly on Martinook. He did not score a single point against the Islanders in the first round and just wow. had 10 Against the Devils. 10 points, not 11. Okay. He I had... My heart sank when you said he had no points. I was like, I fucked that stat up so bad. <laughs> oh, man. No, he had uh, three goals and seven assists just in the second round alone. That's incredible. That's wild. In five games, he was two points per game. Jordan freaking Martinook. That's how yeah. much depth this team has. That should go to show you. But, um, you know, they chased Schmidt. Schmidt did not look nearly as good in the series as he did against New York. They actually ended up putting Fanacek in, and that didn't work either. And uh, I know Freddie Anderson got yanked in that 8-4 game. They ended up putting Kochekov in, but my memory is losing me. And I Honestly, I'll be honest, I didn't watch all of the games particularly. Did he end up coming back that series? Yeah. Okay, and he looks fine. Yeah. So, yeah, Carolina ends up taking Jersey down in five. Uh, we will have a fellow listener of the program have boots on the ground for game two in Raleigh. So that friend of the program. Will be... Yeah. Raleigh? Why are you saying it like that? Raleigh? 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 I thought it was Raleigh. Raleigh. No. Raleigh? Yeah. Raleigh. Raleigh. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's Raleigh wrong with or Raleigh? Time out. Raleigh. 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 What I say, rally? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, someone said Raleigh or Raleigh. Well, if you go, it depends on you know the influctuation I mean, on your A. Yeah, there's. I mean, that's more of like an accent thing. Yeah, but but it's not what you said. <laughs> rally. It is not that. No, I've definitely no. heard announcers say rally. Well, they're wrong. They're you're, you're saying drunk. so many different things yeah. right now. Rally. As, as no. Someone, no. <laughs> I'm gonna find footage. You know, you know the the stupid Pixar movie with the little robot that cleaned up trash. Wall-E. <laughs> Wall E. Yeah. Just put an R in front of that. Raw E. There oh. you go. There you go. Good. Good one, Nick. 
Jay, am I wrong? You're you're wrong. Like you okay. should like honestly, as is a fellow broadcaster myself, we get stuff like pronunciations wrong all the time on cities, especially if they're small. So don't trust an announcer based on what they say. Like fuck, you guys are right. It's really <laughs> yeah. It's pronounced raw r a w dash lee raw lee. Okay. Raleigh, yeah. Raleigh. I swear to God, I've heard Raleigh somewhere. Well. I think you're thinking of walleye. Wrong. Yeah. Well, I know walleye's fit. All right, this is going off track. <laughs> They'll be in North Carolina. It's been a minute since we've had an <laughs> English language lesson with Harry. Christ. Should make a jingle for that. We should. Theme I song. think there, there's going to be a meme with a walleye. With there me. already is a jingle for that. It goes like this. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Oh, Raleigh. Too much is going on now. Um, we got boots on the ground for that game, so we're gonna move to the west because I'm done with this conversation. Uh, Golden Knights, they take, they take. I won't recover from that. They take out the Oilers in six. Uh, I think all of us had, especially me. Oh, by the way, I jinxed the Oilers again. Ben to win the cup, they lose that exact round. So there's that. You know, some things never change. What do you guys think of this series? Of the one that just ended with the Oilers in Vegas. Yes, yes sir. Um, not how I wanted it to go. Not how I thought it was going to go. Uh, I, I don't really know what happened, honestly. Like I, I, I watched almost every game and I just don't like, I don't really know what to say. I, I don't get why the Knights are better than them. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I mean, I, why is, I, I know that neither of those teams really have like a star studded goaltender, but like, why is, why was Aiden Hill like, Sick. Standing on his head. Sick. He played unreal. Yeah. A guy that um, you know, if you listen to Chicklets, a guy that biz is pumped he's pumped his tires like all year long. He's this kid was in Arizona either last season or a couple seasons ago, and he was like, he's pretty good. And uh shit. I mean, that one really showed. I think one of the telling things is that Dry came out of the gate humming. I think he had the team's first five goals in the series, and then he just didn't score again like at all he got blanked the last four games it was something that i i think i brought up like two episodes ago or maybe it was last episode who knows it's the playoffs all blend together for me now but like you know i said where where's the help like yeah he's gonna stop scoring at some point it's just a law of averages and no one was there to pick it up so i would love to see a stat i don't have it in front of me but i mean I'd love to see the 5v5 stats. We know the Oilers' power play was lethal. It continued to be lethal. But 5v5, I mean, Vegas just they just kept coming at them in waves. It was it was kind of ridiculous. Um, you know, like Nick just said, where's the help? I, don't, the, I didn't see much. The game six, I think you look at, you know, just look at that second period. Marcia so scores three goals by himself to yeah. give them the lead going into the third, and they never looked back after that. I mean, they weren't going to give that up. And March or so, talk about somebody who's looked fucking good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Eichel, too. I Listen, yeah. I was hard on the guy. We've had some interview guests who have been hard on the guy in the past. He's having a good playoff run. Yeah, I mean, he's found his footing. I think, yeah. you know, when you come into the league like Eichel did or like Matthews did, you know, with that first five picks in the draft kind of like aura around you, and especially with one and two, everyone expects you to be like – the number one center or the number one goal scoring winger, you know, you're two and a half points a game, something like that. I think Jack Eichel has found his role in this team. 
I think that's totally normal for where he was drafted. I think, you know, I, I hope he continues to have success there. I'm, I'm honestly happy for the guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you could argue Chandler Stevenson center, Eichel center, you know, one, two, but he doesn't have to be the guy. They have no. the depth to back it up, which is nice. Um, he probably guy. gets better matchups by not being the guy. 100%. Uh, one guy who had a brutal series, and I'm seeing a lot of hashtag let's go Oilers tweets with this guy having death threats. Uh, Darnell Nurse had a really not great series. He's the highest paid defenseman on the team. There are a lot of people salty about that. He's got seven more years at like nine and a half million. And uh, yeah, it wasn't a good series for him. He kind of got exposed there. Yeah, um, you know, probably, you know, I I know that, you know, the fighting was fun to watch towards the end of what was it? Game four, three or four, I can't game remember three or four, it. you know, you probably regrets taking that penalty, which ultimately led to the game suspension. I know Petrangelo got the matching one as well. Um, guy was a stud for me all year on my fantasy team. But yeah, I, I think you uh, I think there's definitely some valid concerns. I think it goes back to, you know, what Mac and what we were all saying about Toronto is you've got all this money locked up in, you know, three or four players and you can't afford to do anything else. And then you're kind of your bet is made and you have to lie in it at that point. Yeah, I mean, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. Just had a really bad series. Uh, that game six performance by Petrangelo. The game he came back after he basically tried to take, I think it was Dreisaitl's forearm off. Yep. With that slash, man, he 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 played unbelievable, like St. Louis captain aura type stuff. I mean, if he can play like that for Vegas against Dallas, I like Vegas's chances a lot. And the Knights should be happy he did because that was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen a defenseman do in trying Roughly. to take Dreisaitl's arm off. I think that should have been minimum three game suspension. I don't think one was enough, but um, yeah. Rough one. Yeah. Big rough one. Mac, any final thoughts on this series? I mean, I guess I just kind of echo what I said originally. I'm surprised, uh, but but here we are. Vegas is moving on, and I hope I hope the Dallas Stars have an answer for them because I don't want to see them move any further. <laughs> I know we shit on the Knights, or at least I love to on this podcast, but – uh, I believe it is their fourth conference final in their sixth NHL season or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's impressive. And Hey, I honestly, I don't even, for those of you out there listening and be like, why, why is this guy so hard on the nights? It's not even really that I dislike the team that much. I like Mark stone a lot. I love Chandler Stevenson. There's a lot of players on the team. I, I like a lot. It's just something about, I guess I've just, uh, in general, for Vegas and Seattle, I want you guys to suffer more before you can have something good. That, and I think, you know, there's there's the spillover from the cup final. Like, that was a hate-filled cup final, even though it was five games. And It was. Yeah. But also, we won, so I don't really have that much. I'm like, okay. like Yeah. I, I still can't root for Colin Miller, though. Anytime I see him, even in a Stars uniform, I'm like, anytime someone hits him, I'm like, yeah, that's right, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Uh, all right, last series we will recap and then we'll move on to the previews. The best second round series, one that actually went the distance, seven games. The Dallas Stars win game seven and take down the Kraken four games to three. Uh, I think we had a goal by Rupe Hints and Wyatt Johnson, which mm-hmm. was that's both of them were sick, but that Wyatt Johnson one was awesome. Johnson, uh, right? Yeah. 
Johnston or Johnson? Stin. Oh, with a T? Yeah. I stand corrected. Stay hot, Harry. Um, Sick <laughs> can opener, though, buddy. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Holy crap. Yeah, I, I nice. wish it would have just gone straight in because it would have looked cooler. It looked, it made it look worse that it went off Grubauer's face a little bit, but yeah. it was still, still pretty sweet. That was a, um, I was watching that one. I was up late and that was definitely like, I came up off the couch and was like, oh shit. Like that was, it was exciting. Let me ask you guys a question about that goal. Um, is that a set play or dumb luck? That's the, the Johnston one. Yeah, like a little the, bit of both, the but definitely not like neither. The, okay, I think that's probably the right answer, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I I would actually agree with Nick because I think because I've point, seen like we've seen the Sedins do that and execute it to like perfection. Before, there's a but... lot of teams that have a set play similar to that where it's like uh they're gonna ice the puck. Actually, Kuznetsov likes doing yes. this. He likes firing the puck all the way down the ice, like when he knows it's not going to be icing because he can see a guy like changing or something and he's like confident they're going to get there. But I don't know if I'm not certain that's what happened there. I'm not certain that that I would have to watch it again. Yeah. But either way, man, holy crap. And when he got it, I was like, I kind of thought he was going to wait for help at that point because I mean, he had like a direct line to the net, but nowhere to like open up for it and. Yeah, credit to him. Just go right to that and roof that shit. That was crazy. Yeah. Good things happen when you go to the net, right? Mm-hmm. Yup. I uh at one point through that game, up until I think Dallas scored with like what, like five minutes to go in the second to take the one yeah. nothing lead. Yep. Up to that point, they were having so much fun putting every grade A chance either wide of the net or over it that I was just waiting for Seattle to get a goal off someone's butt. Yeah, it did feel like that kind of game. And honestly, though, it was a little bit more typical that the first goal of the game ended up on just like a a stupid play by Jamie Alexiak. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be a hater here, but that guy. Big he, rig. That's all he, he is. He makes some brutal plays with the puck. That's all, I, that's all I'll I say, but yeah. I know. <laughs> I know that all too well. <laughs> Great series, though. I mean, oh, yeah. for, for I can say this, and I had some friends tell me this day, like, wow, like the NHL playoffs have been brutal. And I'm like, all right, timeout. The first round was pretty good. The first second round was round, amazing. The first, first round, round was, was terrific. Yeah, it was yeah. very good. The second round, I will admit, especially the East, was a complete snooze fest. Yes. It was not good. Um. This series, however, I think Seattle was up two to one after three, and then Dallas yep. was up three two after five, and then we push it to seven. I mean, there was yeah. all sorts of lead changes and shit. So and honestly, awesome. the others' night series wasn't bad. Like it, it, there was some excitement throughout it. They were both very back and forth. You yeah, know, yes. you turn on the TV and it's a coin toss of what you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah. But um, before we move on to the previews, shout out to the Kraken, man. I don't yeah. think. Any of Holy us, crap. Any yeah. of us thought they were going to be able to one take down Colorado, two take Dallas to the seven. I mean, they they had a hell of a series. Well, First, don't let me in here. Well, I, I that's true. You had them. You had them. You had but them. Can you I just them. say? Can I just say? Number one, I didn't even think they were going to make the playoffs. Like Same. even down even down the stretch with like a week to go, I was like, now nah, they find a way to miss. Two. 
I definitely didn't think they were going to beat the Avalanche. I actually think I said on our first round playoff previews, I said, thanks for coming or thanks for showing up or something like that. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I look like an asshole for that one. And honestly, you, you, I mean, you're spot on saying they took the stars to seven. Further than that, they didn't even give up when there's 25 fucking seconds left in the game. They scored a goal with like yeah. 20 seconds yeah. left and they, oh. and they had... Brutal I mean, puck line beat if you had the stars, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I mean, definitely shout out to them. They deserve a lot of credit. And hopefully hopefully that does good things for the fan base and for the, the hockey scene out there, getting to see two full rounds. I mean, they got their money's worth, two full solid rounds of playoff action. Hopefully they're hooked now, right? Yeah, hopefully they're so. hooked on the anchor, right? <laughs> nice. All right. All right I like that one. I'm still pissed I said raw live, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> all, right. all right. We're going to move on to – well, and also shout out to the Stars, a team that all of us – well, I shouldn't say all of us. I think Mac and I did. I can't remember what Nick said. I think Mac and I dumped on them and we're like, this team is weird. I think I, I definitely had them missing the playoffs. I absolutely, yeah. like, sewered them in the beginning of the season, though. <laughs> yeah. So if it makes you feel – it, like, yeah. th- think no, about that's this. That's what I'm saying. In, in the previews, I think we all had them missing the playoffs. Yeah, like, um, I think I said – the central was a mess. Dallas was the worst. Minnesota's in the middle and St. Louis was the best. So yep. just, I yep. completely fucked yep. that one up. So it's okay. We all, we all make mistakes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, for anyone on, you know, the, the Instagram or Twitter army that is like, you guys like fucked all these picks up. It's like anything happens in the Stanley cup playoffs. That's like, yeah. it's a rule of thumb. As I fun would... as that series was, I got to say, last night I was sitting there watching that game, and in my head I was like, I kind of really wish this was like the Wild versus like the Kings or something. Yes. Like... Yeah. Let me say this. There is not one person you know alive that had this Final Four. There's no, no. way. No. And if there's they no did, way. they're so lying. Yeah, there's no way. So you want to shit on us? Fine. I mean, what you know, yeah, we got it wrong. So the rest of the world. I think exactly. I could maybe see somebody with these two teams in the West, like some psycho, like yeah. stars fan. Yeah, but no like one picked these Vegas. two in the East. But yeah, Carolina and and Florida, absolutely not. No. All right, we will move on to our round three previews. Uh, before we dive right into it, we have some odds to read you. We have the Carolina Hurricanes as minus one thirty five favorites against the Florida Panthers, who are plus one fifteen underdogs. Then we have the Dallas Undercats. Stars. I'm sorry, I, you're right. Meow. Uh, t- Dallas Stars plus one twenty underdogs against the Vegas Golden Knights minus one forty favorites. Those odds are brought to you from DraftKings. All right, fire from the hip, gut reactions, Eastern Conference. Let's start with Carolina, Florida. Hmm. I'm torn on this one. So the logical pick is what I said earlier that the Carolina Hurricanes have the easiest path to the to the cup final possible. They're the only team left that like preseason everybody could have admitted and agreed this is a good hockey team that like definitely could go the distance in my opinion at least. I think this is the only clear cut from day one everybody was for sure positive they'd be good. So the uh, like the logical answer is them. However, do it. I I don't know, man. I don't know what it does beating the Islanders and the Devils 
and then having to play the Panthers. Like, I don't know what that's going to look like. I feel like they're in for at least a little bit of like a, a shock initially. I feel like they lose game one. Um, beyond that, who knows? And, you know, if they if they blow the Panthers out of the water in game one, I'm going to look like an idiot. But I was mad at myself last series for not picking the Panthers. So I'm, I'm going to I'm going to flip flip the script. I'm picking the Cats. Fuck the Canes. I can't I can't root for them. I'm not picking them. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. The Canes are rested. The Panthers are tested. Let's go Cats. Ooh. See, this is always the hard part because you had like two very like different uh forces coming together when it comes to like NHL playoffs. On one end, you got the unstoppable machine that has been Carolina this playoff run. And then you got the hot goaltender with Florida. So it's always hard to pick which one is is the dominant team just going to continue to roll or is is Bob going to continue to do his thing? In my experience, I would typically I'm going to probably go Carolina. I just think there are certain points where that Cinderella run comes to an end and I obviously could be wrong. I was wrong the entire second round, so who knows. <laughs> Um, so take my advice with a grain of salt, but I just think Carolina's too good. I know they have some questions in net, but I think they're just too good right now, to borrow a phrase. This is this is hard. This is this is probably like I'm thinking of all the series we've had to do so far in the playoffs, and I feel like the hardest one other than this was maybe like LA Edmonton. That was a tough one. Jersey, New York was a tough one. This is a tough one. I, I really don't feel confident on whichever team I pick, but I think I'm I think I'm gonna go Carolina. And the only reason is because I've been so I don't like them. I'm not really necessarily rooting for them, but I've picked them, I think, to win the cup like two of the four seasons we've done this podcast in its entirety, excluding the bubble. This year I went with the Rangers in the preseason. If it wasn't for what I saw last year, I probably would pick Carolina again. I just feel like they're due. Both great coaches. I mean, that's a great coaching matchup. Um, we'll talk about that more in a second. But I think Carolina's just due for a cup. I mean, they're a really good team. They've made the second round, I think, more than any team in the NHL in the last like five seasons. I I could look like an idiot, but and I, I'm picking against Florida for I think the third series in a row, but I'm gonna go Carolina on this one. All right. So we got two on two. This I is good. It. Not excited. a consensus answer like round two. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Let's talk more about that coaching matchup, though. That is a really interesting one. Yeah. I, I, so I didn't really like, I knew Paul Maurice was a good uh, press conference guy, like in terms of sound bites when he was in Winnipeg, but I really like him. He, he's grown on me a lot, um, getting to see like how he speaks to the media, like pregames and stuff. I just think Dude's he's hilarious. Candid. Yeah, he's refreshing. It's nice. But I see like the the clips of Brenda Moore after the games, and it's never it's never about him. He's always like, I'm so happy that you guys give me like these memories. And I love that. I think the boys want to play for that. And I'm a big Rod guy. I like Rod. I think they're just two really respectable coaches from my uh my standpoint. I mean, they both seem like they've they've really come into their own obviously rod has been with uh 
Carolina for a bit longer than than Paul has been with Florida, but I, I I like listening to both of them when they talk after games. I like hearing the sound bites we get from locker room footage and stuff like that. I got I got respect for both these guys. It's an it's definitely an interesting coaching matchup. I think it'll be interesting to see what the Panthers or what the Hurricanes do to try and contain the Panthers. I thought we saw some some interesting stuff out of the um the Hurricanes in both the first and second round when it came to their opponent there. Uh and I didn't think, uh didn't Maurice coach the Canes for a while too? I think mm-hmm. he did. From so like ninety five to something. Correct me. No, yeah, you're right. Because Laviolette, I believe, won the cup. The won the cup there. But I when think Brindamore was the captain. But yeah. think about this. I'm pretty sure Maurice coached Brindamore at one point when he was the coach for the Canes. He so, did. Okay, so I've got it here. So, um, uh, Maurice coached the Whalers slash Hurricanes from '95 to '03. Uh, because when did the Hurricanes? become a thing does anyone was know it that? like 96 97 when they moved maybe 97 98 was their first season okay. in raleigh okay. yep in and raleigh. i know they they did go to a cup final before they won it i think they went against the wings when yeah, they had O2. archers urbe in o2 yeah with the pillows the pillow pads yep. amen yep so yeah this is like the student becoming the teacher in some literal sense I yeah guess. so actually uh at the tail or halfway through the 2003-2004 season, the Hurricanes fired Paul Maurice and replaced him with Laviolette. And wow. then Laviolette mm. stayed there for a couple of years. And then on the was Brindamore a cane at that point or was he still I a think flyer? So. I Let me double check. I'm pretty sure he was a cane, but um, he retired yeah. a hurricane, right? Yeah. I believe yes, so. he retired in 2010. Mm-hmm. He was with the Hurricanes from 2000 to 2010. Yeah, so, so he would have been there. So this is a really cool storyline. So you've got Maurice versus Brindamore, a guy who used to play for him and now is one of the best coaches in the league. Yeah, that's you crazy. You also have the Stahl brothers. You've got Dude, Mark and yeah. Mark like and these Eric guys Stahl. have been in the league for how long? And they're like, like you know, Matthews isn't in, in the playoffs anymore. McDavid's not in the playoffs anymore. McKinnon, McCarr, they're done. Yep. But the fucking Stahl brothers. What? Yeah. One of them possibly multiple stalls is going to the cup final. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, my buddy who's like a casual hockey fan was over watching like uh, one of the, I, I don't even remember if it was one from the Panthers or Canes game last, uh, last series, but he like heard the commentator say like install passes it to whatever and he and he like double took and he's like the stall one he goes one of the stall brothers is still in the NHL and I was like all three of them are and he was like what the fuck didn't like Crazy. Eric Eric missed like a full season in there at some point and then came back with Minnesota or something like that I think so yeah and the the um the Eric and Mark pickups for Florida wasn't that kind of like a a random like signing like yeah. very random very random. i think one of them like they kind of just did to like check a box almost like they didn't even anticipate them factoring in but i mean yeah. they're, they're playing yep no and that's the, crazy the irony the irony of eric Stahl going against the hurricanes yeah. the team that he probably holds every franchise record for yeah 
and now he's on the Panthers. So there's a lot of good storylines. And now Jordan's the captain. Like right. Jordan's the such captain. Such a weird, such a weird thing. It's a it's a great storyline going into this. I think if you did goaltending, defense, offense, goaltending, Bobrovsky's the hottest goalie in the NHL right now. So you gotta give it to the Cats. Defense, mm-hmm. I would probably give to the Canes. I don't think I'd. It'd be really hard for me to pick anybody above it's the Kings. It's close. It's close, though. It's not it's close. Yeah. It's Bobble close, up. like through the first two pairs. And then That's you get true. to that third pair and you're like, Carolina wins. I also think it's close more from an offensive yes. like standpoint. When you talk about actual like shutdown D, Carolina's got it for sure. Offense? That's I, tough. It's like almost a tie well, for me. I think, honestly, though, I think Florida might have the edge just because of the injuries with, with Carolina. Maybe, maybe. Who who is out besides uh, Tara Vinen? Svechnikov. That's the big oh, one. Svechnikov. And yeah. he's not coming back. Pacioretty, he's, too. Pacioretty's true. Pacioretty's Pacioretty. been out. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's tough. Like Florida, yeah, that you know they can put it in the back of that. I don't think of Carolina as that team, but we've seen. And that's they, kind of been like their issue all year was they couldn't finish. But then they lit Jersey up, and it's like, what? Like this yeah. is. So but weird. here's the thing: they face. Well, I was gonna say that they didn't have to face like a real good goalie, but I mean, they played fucking Ilya Il- Sorokin, and he's nominated for Vezina. So I, I thought he that. looked okay. At That's best. fair. He wasn't yeah. like on top of his game fully, but I mean, it's gonna be a great series. It's definitely mm-hmm. like the the. This is the hottest goalie they faced all series uh, or all playoffs. I mean, that kind of sounds yeah. like a duh thing to say, but it's true. And then I think it's also the most consistent. Yeah. I mean, Sorokin was a little all over the place. And then the whole Vanacek and Schmid thing was back and forth. All right. Well, hey, we've we've beat this series to death, but it's going to be a good one. Let's go go over to the West. All righty. Uh, we're going to move on to the West. As Mac just said, we are going to have the Dallas Stars against the Vegas Golden Knights. This is also going to be an incredibly good series. Two teams that I think match up really well. Uh, what do you guys think? Can both these teams lose? Like, it's that a thing? Because I've been trying to rack my brain of, like, who I should, like, root for since the Kraken are out now. Like, I have two reasons to hate Dallas, because they're Central Division team, and they beat the Kraken. But then the Golden Knights are the Golden Knights. So it's kind of like, who do I root for here? I- if I probably had to pick, I'd probably go Dallas just because fuck Vegas. You got to root for Joe Pavelski. Come on. Yeah. That man deserves American, a Stanley Cup. American hero mm-hmm. through yep. and through. And, yep. and I, I love Jake Ottinger, so yeah. I'm I'm here for it. The Stars are like the funnest team left, in my opinion. I don't and, know. The Cats, man. They're pretty yeah. fun. Well, they're they're fun. fun. Yeah. Cats they're not fun ist, but like they're getting there. <laughs> okay, um, okay. I'm going to go, you know, not Vegas and also go stars. Yep. I just like to double down on that. I'm also, <laughs> I mean, that's not only who I want to win, but that is my official pick. Yeah. The stars same. To win. I think they're this yeah. close. Jamie Ben is pissed off. Uh, Pavelski's pissed off. I think the, the, the supporting characters there too are, are like doing what they need to do. Right. Like, you got guys like Hints going great. You got guys like Wyatt Johnston scoring goals like that. I mean, that's that's how you know when when the depth scoring is doing their thing. Uh, Hints is like got like the he's second in goals in the postseason or in points in the points. postseason. I, I think he's is literally he... like a a point or or so behind McDavid at this point or something like that for like yeah 
think oh, with wait. the goal he tied Drysidle and moved wow. ahead of uh, Bouchard. Okay, that could be it. Something like that. Uh, okay, I'm going to be unpopular here. I want Joe Pavelski to win a cup. I would probably say I prefer the Stars to win. However, I do think Vegas is going to take this one. Uh, I Ooh. think they had. I uh, no, I know. Hey, no, this is good. We're smart. We're dividing and conquering. So yes. we can't all. Yeah. Of <laughs> this time. People forget. Fool me 20, once. Twenty twenty bubble series Western Conference rematch. The Stars took it that year and then lost That's to right. the Bulls. Oh yeah. Golden Knights, I think, take it this time. Just like Carolina, a team that I feel like is just due. Now Dallas is due too. Not saying they're not, but Vegas has been knocking on that door. Uh, you know, Aiden Hill, Jake Ottinger, they shouldn't even be in the same breath, but somehow Aiden Hill's playing <laughs> out of his mind. So I'm down with it. I think Petrangelo is going to make a huge difference in this series, having that ace in the hole on the back end. They've got Haskin in two, so I get it. But, you know, I don't know. I feel like taking it on Edmonton was a, a big one, right? Like, Kraken were stingy, but Dallas was expected to win. Vegas they were not supposed to win that series and they took out the big Goliath there. So I'm, I got a lot of respect for them. I think they're going to end up moving on. um, It's interesting when you look at this series, I think, you know, one player, I mean, you mentioned Petrangelo for Vegas, one player who I was really impressed with last night for the stars was Ryan Suter. Um, That dude was doing everything right last night, minus one egregious turnover that I think could have led to a cracking goal, but whatever. Um, I think a guy oh. like that is just priceless in a lot. Talk room. about a guy who deserves the cup. Yeah. Oh like, holy shit. And Mary yeah. hero as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's a name that we've all forgotten. I think on, on here, but that's going to be a hell of a series. Uh, I, I will say, I think it's a little, I think it's priced unfairly. I think that should be a little closer. I don't think Dallas should be minus one twenty, or I'm sorry, plus one twenty, maybe like plus one ten. Maybe Vegas at like minus one twenty. That's all. Honestly, if we're talking about odds, I'm kind of surprised these series aren't like flipped. If anything, I feel like Carolina should be a heavier favorite over Florida. Being only I was not, thinking only like minus one fifty or something for Carolina. Yeah, I feel like the Panthers should be at least plus one twenty, maybe even plus one thirty. Yeah, yeah. I won't be betting series. I'll tell you that. I don't, these <laughs> I pick both. Oh, you learned your so lesson, that. huh? <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I bet Edmonton, like, I really am a curse. I really do curse that team. <laughs> it's it's true. Every time I pick them, they lose. It's incredible. I don't know. And Nick supported it this time, and it's still lost. Yeah. So that should tell you something. But all right, uh, that is our round three preview. Let's move on to the discussion portion. But before we do, I think Nick has a word from our sponsor, Kane Footwear. That's right. Um, Did some traveling this weekend, which means I had to do my least favorite thing in the world, which is go through airport security. So you already know that I was comfortable. I was in a great position to just get through there in and out quick as possible. Slip my Kane revives on, slip them right off. Kept me comfortable the entire flight. Uh, Cane Revive is changing the way you work out and recover with their bounce back foam made from sugarcane technology. Head to the link in our bio today to get a pair of the most comfortable shoes you will ever own. Sounds good. Been wearing those at the beach. Gets the sand out real quick. Waterproof. Nice. In fact, so those are great beach shoes. 
Uh, all right. Let's uh let's do a little rapid fire and then we'll do a discussion of the week. Uh which second round loss were you more surprised by Edmonton or Toronto? Honestly, Edmonton. More surprised by Edmonton. Yes. Yep, I would I would agree. Now here's what I'd say. More su- or more surprised by Edmonton because it's the Leafs. So I think we all kind of knew like something yep. was gonna happen. But I'm almost more disappointed in the Leafs because they had such a weaker opponent, I feel like. Like the Golden Knights are a good team, right? Think yeah. of the Cats, it's like Oh, shit, I'm five games. I'm more surprised by and in a way more disappointed by Edmonton because it's like watching your brother do something really, really stupid over and over again and not <laughs> learning from it. <laughs> I don't know. I kept I kept seeing press conferences with McDavid and, and the promos on on commercials about McDavid. And I'm just like in my head, all I kept thinking was that's the best player in the world. And he he could win he could like this is a chance he could win the cup right now like why doesn't he go do it like I know that's a dumb thing to say but like you know what I mean like I just felt frustrated by it because I was like dude like you're right here just beat them like just beat them just beat them I knew yeah, they were it's... toast when their fans were throwing beers yeah in the second period that's in that true. game oh. and they're down by two I'm like oh your, your fan yeah. base is already given up on yeah, you yeah fully. Damn, that's crazy. But I, I'm I'm more sad by Toronto because I picked them to win the Stanley Cup. So that's the same thing. Eh, okay. <laughs> um, but if I had to like give it what I was surprised, honestly, neither. Like even though I picked Toronto to win, like I expected like Edmonton or Toronto to choke at some point. Maybe. It was just wishful. It was just wishful thinking. For, for Toronto this year. So uh, I'm not surprised by either. I like how you worded that. Um, which conference finals matchup are you looking forward to more, the East or the West? I mean, after we talked all the storylines, I feel like I got to go East. However, I something tells me the West might might have higher potential to like go deeper, go seven. I could see after we talked a big game about the East series, maybe it only goes five or six games or something, but – um, I'll stick with East. I think all the storylines there are super interesting. Stall brothers, the coaching thing should be a good one. I think I'm going to go West just for the reasons you said, Mac, just because I think it's going to be a little bit more of a tightly contested series. I really hope this one goes seven. I re- honestly, I hope they both do at this point, but cause that's just more hockey, but I really, really hope that, uh, stars Vegas one goes seven. I'm going to go West as well. I think honestly, I think both of them could go six or seven. It's just, I think just both teams are are better. I think whoever comes out of the West is probably going to end up winning the championship this year. So I think it's just a better matchup at this point. Storylines in the East are cool. I think it's, you know, obviously way cooler storylines with the brothers and the coaches and all that. But uh, I think the quality of the hockey out West is probably going to be a little more tightly contested. Like Nick said, got a bad feeling in my gut that, Carolina, Florida, every game's gonna be like five two or something. I'm worried yeah. about that too. That's kind of that's kind of why I said that. But yeah. I'm sticking with the East wishful thinking. Hopefully, good. Um, one more thing on that series. Great test for uh the Panthers. They've had so much success on the road, but that is a tough, tough building to mm-hmm. win in in the postseason. That's true. Uh, and since all of our cup picks are officially toast, who are you rooting for now, and who do you think will take it home this year officially? 
as long as we don't get a Hurricanes Golden Knights Cup final, I can live with that because I'll have somebody to pull for. If we if it may, if it gets to that point, you will see me rooting for the Vegas Golden Knights like Same. wholeheartedly, which is is sad to say, honestly. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I'm I'm I don't know what I would do if it ended up being Florida and Dallas because I, I really want like Pavelski and Suter and those boys to win the cup. But I have really become attached to this Cats team this postseason, which I didn't see coming. I love, I shit on this team all. You like long. shit all over. I say them how they're like a fake, I say how they're like a fake hockey team and like <laughs> all that shit, and their logo is a soccer logo and blah 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 blah. But I don't know. I I'm rooting for the Cats as of now to win it all. We'll see how that how that goes. And is that who you think is going to win it all too? No, I think the fucking Hurricanes are going to have the easiest cakewalk to the Stanley Cup in in recent history. I um, literally since the Mickey Mouse COVID year, but I I think that the Hurricanes are going to win it too. I think pound for pound, they're the strongest team left in it. But obviously, I want the Stars too. If they don't, it's hilarious, and that's yes. awesome. Yeah, I think if I had to go, like I just said, I think the champion's going to come out of the West, so it's probably either be Vegas or Dallas. But if I had I had to root for anyone to win it honestly i know you're gonna hate me for this but i'm gonna say carolina like they got some they got auntie ranta tebu teravainen i can i can root for them that way and i just think i think they're finally due it's been so long and i just think that fan base deserves one you could do that you don't have to though well <laughs> like if florida gets in i'll root for whoever comes out of the west but I'll probably if Carolina's in and it's Vegas, I root for Carolina. Uh, who do I root for? I don't know. This is weird. Like I don't. I I I like Pavelski. I think he's definitely the most deserving guy. But if you made me pick a team, I mean, I don't know. I I kind of like. I kind of like this Hurricanes team. It's weird. Like, I know that might be sacrilegious. Asshole. Metro team. <laughs> yeah. Me- Metro team and everything I know, but they've been knocking on the door. Uh, you guys, we all know how that feels like, but you two especially, like, eventually you, you got to let it fall. Who do I think will win? I think Vegas is going to win it. I-, I don't know why. I got a bad wow. feeling about that, too. I, I got think, a really bad feeling about I think that. Vegas is going to win it. I don't know why, be- but – so angry if the hurricanes <laughs> and the knights are in the stanley cup final. do you know who do you know who wants the cup arguably more than anybody bruce cassidy that guy mm. got shit canned for yeah. no reason his team goes on and is like that oh would be God, the biggest so middle good. finger of the bruins ever, yeah which yeah. would be kind of cool in a way Dude, I, I, yeah. I could get behind that a little bit i guess cassidy to win the cup i mean that would make and... sense but I would get a lot of use out of being able to say two-time Stanley Cup champion Chandler Stevenson. Let's go. (laughs) Whatever it takes. But, yeah, Yeah. I think Vegas is going to end up pulling it off, so we'll see. Um, All right. Uh, Discussion of the week. Chicklets, Ryan Whitney, uh, king of rants, I would say, at this point on the internet, whether it's Pearson Airport or ESPN Airtimes. We had a 10 p.m. elimination game between the Oilers – and the Golden Knights on Sunday night. Um, Mother's Day. Like, Mother's Day. Yeah. Nick, do you think it's possible we can insert the audio if I find a clip? I know we're doing this real time, but. I will I... do my best. Okay. No promises. There might be audio right here. There might not be. You never know what you're going to get on the show. 
But if there's not, basically, yeah. long story short, Harry, you want to sum it up a little bit? Yeah, he basically said, like, you know, they, they didn't flex the Sunday night baseball game on ESPN because the MLB had in the past has sued ESPN over Sunday night baseball times being moved, and the NHL had to keep uh, Vegas and Edmonton at 10. I do not know if there was an option to move the game to ESPN 2. I think that was they wanted to bump Sunday night baseball to ESPN too. And for whatever reason, I guess it's part of that like crazy deal that they can't be bumped off the main network. Right. For X, Y, and Z billion reasons, but. Right. And then Whitney obviously said they maybe couldn't move the game to TNT, swap the third round game. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know what they could or couldn't have done. The big miss here is that in they missed three like three minutes of that that game starting, and in that three minutes there were three goals of an elimination game with the best hockey player with the like hockey players like best in the world numbers one and three. So. Like, why not, if you're the NHL, right, and Witt said this in his rant, like, you know, Celtic Sixers, they had a Game 7 on Mother's Day at 3.30 in the afternoon. If you know you're going to be up against Sunday Night Baseball, can't you be, like, a little more proactive and make the game, like, I don't know, 5 Eastern? Dude, there were, how many Caps Penguins Sunday playoff games did we have played at noon? Yeah, it's on On, on I mean, big-ass NBC. Right, but I mean, like that NBA game did get finished until almost like six o'clock, like central time. So NBA games take a long time. So they would have had to flex that sun or that Sixers Celtics game to like noon or 11 a.m. to fit in like Vegas and Edmonton at seven. Because that was, was that on t- ESPN too. Oh, it was? Oh, shit. Celt- I didn't know yeah, that. Celtics yeah, Sixers was I, on ESPN. The, the big issue is the like, Normally, any other hockey game on the West Coast on a Sunday would be bumped up to like 8 p.m. Yeah. Or like even like, I don't know, even an hour or like, so, like, God damn, nine. 10 <laughs> Eastern is brutal like that. Mm-hmm. And that's coming from a guy in central time. Like I got to watch yeah, right. nine, which isn't exactly. as bad, but still like, damn, man, like it's a Sunday. <laughs> I'm, I'm at the end of like. I'm out of gas and like you got to work all week. You're probably starting the second period of that game at like 1120. Yeah. Or if you're Harry, like, you never started the game. Right. <laughs> so no shame. When did Toronto lose? What day of the week did they lose? Was that series over? Oh, uh, was crap. that a Friday? Oh, that was Friday. Not, don't quote me on that. That was I a guess. Okay. I don't know. I was going to say, depending on the day, they could have like moved up the game like a day or something. Well, here's the biggest piece of bullshit that Witt said <laughs> that I agree with. <laughs> when they signed this damn thing, everyone was like, yeah, like, cool. Like, yeah, it's going to be on a barbershops and bars. And I was like, cool. I agree. You had to get ESPN Plus to watch any of the fucking games. Yeah. They didn't All tell us that long. when they signed yeah. this. And then, yeah, it's like never on normally ESPN. And when it is, it's like some stupid fucking game all season, like the Coyotes and like the fucking It's like a like game the that Blackhawks. they thought would have yeah. been cool like 10 years ago. It's yeah. like they'll put like the Caps and the Bruins on there, like thinking it's a good rivalry game while one of the teams is setting records and the other team is scraping yeah. to make the playoffs. But I, I think, you know, Harry, going off of what you said, that's the biggest takeaway of all of this for me is – what we thought we were going to get with ESPN and what we actually got is just terrible. You thought that, you know, 
hey, there was going to be at least some mention of it on their 30,000 daytime hours of like talk shows. And yeah. when it is mentioned on PTI or around the horn by these analysts, it's very obvious that the majority of them don't know the sport. <laughs> they're talking no, and they're about blowing it. through it yeah. to check off the box. Or, they're like, or oh, they were fed four lines of yeah, stats exactly. that they exactly. then put words behind. It is just and, ridiculous. Yep. And even while those shows are popular, they never talk about hockey on first day. No. no. Like, Stephen <laughs> A has like, the they, they said, actually openly mock care. hockey on first take. Like he's, I think he says he only knows that the puck is black and that Gary Bettman's the commissioner. Yeah. Like, stupid. I I wish they would just give full rights to the NHL to like TNT. TNT has oh, done I a wish. wonderful yeah. job. Yeah. They basically brought over the NBC Sports crew, brought over some other people, and they have just made it incredible. Like TNT is probably the best sports broadcasting network in I, right now. Yeah, and like they're you, definitely Jay, the most is, fun. Jay, this is your wheelhouse, like. I even would. I mean, I, I think most people would agree that NBA show they have too is. Oh my incredible. god, they've they've won Emmys for that. Like, yeah, Kenny, Shaq, and Charles, and Ernie Johnson. Like, across all sports, people argue, and including the NBA community, everyone agrees that everyone loves that show and they love Ernie Johnson. Yeah, like, no, they're great. Last and thing I'll say: whenever Chuck just opens his mouth, it's just can't miss television. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, or Shaq. So. Last last thing I'll say, you know, we're talking about the network itself. The broadcast stinks. Oh I, man, Leah Hextall, get off my television. <laughs> I, I I'm oh fine. My God. I'm fine with between the benches. I'm fine with behind the glass or interviewing Panger's the coach. Fine. Yep. That's fine. Panger's great. I love him. He's awesome. I'd rather listen to the O'Reilly Auto Parts commercial a <laughs> hundred times on repeat. <laughs> Then listen to Messier and Chelios talk. Let's go. They suck, dude. Like, dude, I know they're legends of the game and stuff, but dude, they are so boring and they look like like fucking robots. They don't move. Like, it's just like their mouth moving. And I'm like, just the thing is, is that ESPN, they focus like on getting, they don't focus on getting personalities with the NHL. They focus on getting the legends. Like, yeah, the names you see with their countdown on ESPN shows for basketball, they got. Richard Jefferson, who was a role player, Kendrick Perkins, and like J.R. Smith or something. They get fun personalities right. who weren't maybe the best players in the league. Like Perk is there's great. a reason there's a reason Michael Jordan is not a broadcaster because right. he doesn't have that type of personality. So just throwing on Mark Messier and Chris Chelios, who I love Chelios, that doesn't do anything. It's what no, it again going back to TNT. They got Paul Bisonette on there. Yeah, and, and I mean, honestly, I think ESPN doesn't use PK Subban enough. So yeah, they don't. And when they do, it's like sometimes he has to be a little over the top to pull pull the weight of the show because Chelly's just like a dead horse and Messier is a <laughs> like alien from outer space. But and they uh, don't like the problem with that part is they don't like feed well off them because then you just got no. pk you got pk acting like a dumbass which is like entertaining <laughs> yeah and those guys are just like oh what yeah, the they don't know it's like they're trying to copy the tnt broadcast where biz is just saying nonsense and everyone thinks it's like, funny McHugh but like you and like all those guys love it and it yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> I love like when he just starts All going. Right, we gotta and, move on. Yeah, or else I'm gonna keep going. <laughs>
All right, uh, let's move through this quick. Uh, Coyotes might be leaving Arizona. We all know there's a vote on that from the city of Tempe, I think, as we're speaking, so stay tuned. Or it Uh, was today. I don't know. It's local politics. I don't give a shit. NHL Awards, Hart finalist, McDavid, he wins. You don't need to know the rest. Just kidding. (laughs) Pasternak and Kachuk, they're the other two guys. And then Vesna, Allmark's going to win it, so who cares? Sorokin, Hellebuck are the backups. Great. Uh, Trivia time. All right, Mac, what do you got? Oh, presented by Elwoods. Yeah, so Elwoods, let's talk about it for a second. Support your local dive bar and have a beer at Elwoods Liquor and Tap, home of the Pizza Luge, located in the heart of downtown Milwaukee on Water Street. This 70s-inspired bar has a little something for everyone, from daily happy hour, rotating taps, free birthday perks, ooh, might have to go there on Thursday, and a four-season patio. A good time is always around the corner with the full NHL package, plus TV screens indoors and outside, Hockey fans can watch any game, anytime. Don't leave your pups at home. They're also dog-friendly. We'll see you downtown at Elwood's Liquor and Tap. Uh, By the way, not mentioned in that ad read, if you wear your favorite hockey team's jersey and they're playing and they score, you get a free shot of Pink Whitney. So what's not to love about that? Okay, trivia. This should be an interesting one. Um, There was one on here that I thought about asking, but the – the correct answer is somebody I've literally never heard of. And I thought about asking you guys the question and prefacing it with, if you get this right, I, I will quit the podcast because I, Wait, now you have shocked. to ask it. I feel like oh now you God. just teed there's yourself n- up. To there's ask no okay. way. Do okay. that one next. Yeah. Do, do that, that one last. Yeah. Do that one after. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. This one uh, I'm going to read and I'm going to be the only way to do this one. I'm going to have to be, pretty vague about it i'm gonna try to give not many details because i think you guys should be able to figure this one out all right so i live for this um all right uh let me make sure okay yeah here we go on may 16th of the year 2016 this player needed just 40 seconds of overtime to give his team a 3-2 win over their opponent in game two of the Eastern Conference Final, this goal snapped a streak of eight consecutive games without a goal for this player. 2016 Eastern Conference Finals game two. I have the answer. Oh, okay. May I? Should I go first or wait? Wait. I'm trying to. I'm still trying to figure this out because okay. I think I know this. I know one team in this Eastern Conference final. I don't remember the other team though. Why do I feel? All right, I have a guess. Wait, wait, wait. time I... out. This is 2015 into 2016. Yeah, the 2016 Eastern Conference. It happened finals. on May 16th, 2016. Okay, deal. Got it. Okay, I think I have an idea, but I'm good. Jackson, you want to get you have an do you Jay, have an you answer? Go you, give, you go or? first, Jackson. Sure, I'll go for um I know 2016 was well, well, just say the answer. All Take right. Um <laughs> I'm gonna say was it Malkin? No. Nick? Sidney Crosby. Yeah, I knew Harry had it, so yep. damn. Yep. Uh all right, fine. You guys get the hard one now. I'll quit the pod if you get this right. All right. Um Oh boy. Let's see. How much do I want to give? I cried when I watched that goal, by the way. So 
Just putting that did out you, there for did, everybody. Did you cry when he didn't score eight games in a row before that? Or no? <laughs> no, no. I, I, I did. Happy, happy, tears. <laughs> happy tears. Happy tears. Okay. Um, all right. So here we go. Um, damn. Do I want to say the team's name? Keep keep it vague first, and let's see how it okay. goes. Yeah. Okay. All right. This team start, was. Yeah. This team was on the winning side of a double overtime goal. On May 16th, 2001, this player scored at 1027 of the second overtime to give his team a four to three victory against the visiting team in game three of the Western Conference Finals. His team also outshot their opponent 60 to 33 throughout the game. So So Western Western Conference Conference Finals. Finals 2001. And it's game three, went to double overtime. I don't even know who played that Western Conference final. I, know, I was I literally know, year old. So I know one of the teams who played in it. I don't know the other team, but I could probably make a What's guess. What's the one team that you've got? So the Avalanche should be one of them. Correct. Yeah. All right. Does Nick, know do you want to use other? teamwork on this or do you want to go solo? You're going to need teamwork to figure <laughs> this out. I'm pr- so Nick, correct me if I'm wrong or if you're in agreement. I'm pretty sure they played the Red Wings that year. They they did at some point. I just don't know don't if know that if was like the second round. round or if that was the third uh, round. I have literally no clue, so I can't really help. Here. I have no idea who this guy is. I so you've can- like never heard this name before. Ah. Uh- I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna say. What it. What country is this guy from? Would, would he probably doesn't even know unless the name gives it away. Which I'm not might... gonna say anything. I'm not okay. Gonna... All right. So Nick, let's let's <laughs> Nick, let's think about this. The Avs are one so of the teams. Why is my first thought like just some like deep cut old school Avs like depth defenseman or something? <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm going to say this. Based on Max's facial expressions, I feel like the player was on the abs. So it might not matter who the second team was. I'm like, I'm just trying to think of like abs players that like. So if it's a guy he's never heard of, it's got to be like a third or fourth liner. And the only players I could probably name are not those. (laughs) Yeah, the only one I could think of is like Ray Bark. That's probably it. Yeah. Um. Second overtime goal, game two, Western Conference three. final game. Double three, West- overtime, game three. Half make it four to three. Overtime. Okay, mm-hmm. they won four three. All right, we got to start chucking out some names here. It, can I start throwing out names? Sure, go sure. for it. Is okay. it Rob Blake? No. Okay. I know who that is. Okay. <laughs> you think I've never heard of Rob Blake? No, no, no. I was <laughs> thinking maybe like you guys would never get this because you would never All think right, he scored. No, like this an is o- somebody I've straight up never heard of. All right. This is what he might not have been on the team. I don't even know if this was a real player, but this name, I'm having flashbacks to my early PS2 days. Was there a guy named Adam Deadmarsh? Deadmarsh? No, so I was going to guess Adam Deadmarsh. I, I think there was, but that's not it. I am digging deep it. in the Why? gray matter. But like, yeah. this oh. is how you're going to need to get this. Is like, go go for it. Thinking go. of some rim guy. Yui Krupp. No. Okay. 
I've I don't, never heard I don't of that. But I feel like this yeah. guy's name is like Paul Jones or something. You guys should listen Nick, to Jackson. Who... What? Okay. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Wait a second. So Paul Jones is what you said? Yeah. I mean, it's that's not his name, but like... It's not Keith Jones, is it? You've definitely heard of Keith Jones. No, no, no. Is, is the last it's name not right? Paul? It's not Paul or Jones, but 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 <laughs> like, like the the theme of where the theme he was. Joe Schmo. Okay. Joe Schmo is who scored this goal. Okay. I'm gonna get shit if this ends up being some super famous guy that I've like never heard of, and like he has so many goals for this franchise. It's not Adam Foot, is it? No, I know. Okay. It is. All right, I was gonna say. Uh, well, now I feel like this makes it so much harder now because I was gonna go with every distinct NHL name I've heard of until right. one of those hit. Is there yeah. is there any other hint you could give that I would could help? I could tell you that it is not on the Avalanche. It was their opponent. Oh my oh, god! Oh, oh, they just, okay, they this beat the go they forever. beat the Avalanche. For Can I at least have the opponent then, or else we're going to sure, be here not? for like it's an St. Louis Blues? Okay, St. Louis. Blues. Oh, oh I know who it is. Do you? No. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like a name like Joe Daly. No. You really let us spin in circles for that long in the avalanche. Yeah, I, I was enjoying um, that. I was enjoying that. <laughs> St. Louis Blues depth player. 2001. So I'll read the whole thing again without the guy's name in it. The Blues were on the winning side of a double overtime goal on May 16, 2001. This player scored at 1027 of the second overtime for a 4-3 victory against the visiting Colorado Avalanche. In Game Three of the Western Conference Finals, the Blues outshot the Avalanche sixty to thirty-three in the game. Was this like a historically like bad goal to give up? Was this like at center ice or something? I have no idea, honestly. Okay, so you've never heard of the guy? Did you do when you read this? Did you like look at any like stats of the guy? Be like, oh shit, he actually was decent. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, that might. I, I need to know how random we're talking. Like it's making me very concerned that like Mac has to like look this guy up and like doesn't know much about him. That makes me think we're not gonna get it. But I think I think we can figure this out. Okay, wait a minute. I might be an asshole here because he played over a thousand games in the NHL. Okay, so that's a good okay that that helps. That helps. Thousand games in the NHL. That or it's gonna make us all look like assholes. Harry, he had a stint with the penguins. That's actually where he started. Oh no! Ooh. Anyone else he, he play for? He played for the Penguins for forty three games in ninety ninety one. Okay, oh. he's a Boston University guy before that. Oh, actually, no, my mistake. He started with the Hartford Whalers. He played a handful of games there first. Okay, actually, he played a lot of games there first, and then went to the Penguins. Uh, two seasons with the Nordiques, three ish, two and a half. Is this um, player a forward or a defenseman? It's a great question. <laughs> um, who on God's he's a right God. winger? Okay, he's a winger. Okay, yeah. a thousand NHL. So games. he went Whalers, Penguins. And he's got Nord- a plain name. Whalers, Penguins, Nordiques, Avalanche. Uh, one season with the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, which is what they were called at the time. All right, I got a name. I don't know. I don't even know if he played for the Blues, but based on what you told me, maybe this will work. Is it Joe Mullen? 
no, but like that fits everything I've said. Uh, Then he played four seasons with the Blues, two with the Stars, and then he finished his career, retired after the 06 season with the Blues. Went back to the Blues. Right winger, probably a depth guy. Dude, if you're still listening to this, by the way, everybody, I love you. Power to you, man. So sorry. (laughs) I got, Uh, I I have absolutely nothing. I feel like it's, is it like Matt Martin or something? No. He's a U.S. guy. He, I think he won a silver medal with Team USA in 02. Dang. He was on the Olympic team. Yeah, it looks like he won. Dude, I got nothing. Yeah, I, like, I am. I'm shooting blanks. Hold on. So he was on the Olympic team. What year? Oh two. I think so. That's what it says here. But you gotta think this guy must have been drafted in the late eighties because yeah, he played for if... the Penguins in the, in ninety. So he's, he's, he's well. His first year in the NHL, he played seven games with the Hartford Whalers in eighty seven, eighty eight. Oh god, it was probably his draft year. Yeah, and, that, and then after that, he played like most games every season. Like after that, for the most part. So this guy was good, I guess. Played a thousand games. I mean, in, okay, and an Olympics. Like he played, yeah. he played one thousand one hundred eighty-one games in the NHL, Damn. and he and he scored three hundred forty-two goals, okay, had seven hundred fifty-six points. He had so he had a thousand points almost. I mean, shit, or yeah, if not, man. he hit it. Yeah. 756 and how am I not getting 81 games? I have no idea. I'm gonna be so mad when you read this name off. Just read it. Our listeners are probably killing themselves. Do you you want initials? Is that the last give me give me initials now? All right, I'm not quitting the pod over this anymore. Okay, yeah, you had to get it on like the first or second. Yeah, of course. The initials are SY. It's like Sam Yotes. I don't know. It is the most like AI generated name, like just American guy. Like, like this Bro. is who, if, if you're like playing as like team USA in like NHL in like the Olympics in like year, like 2034. And it just Stanley yell Nats. Yeah. There you go. No, it's like <laughs> the most like normal American. We're done. We're done. We're, we're cooked. Yeah. Cooked. Yeah. yeah. Toast. Scott Young. God, I was no. gonna guess Steve Young. Can I be honest? God damn it! Anyone heard, heard of this guy? Of, Am I never not, heard of that okay, guy? I'm glad no. I'm not an asshole for not knowing yeah. this guy who's played over a thousand games in the NHL. But there's gonna wow. be some boomer that like responds to us and is like, "You guys are assholes. I'm never yeah. listening to this again." You don't know who Scott Young is? <laughs> yeah. We he, was legend. he was a BU guy, so it's probably gonna be Whitney's next rant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. uh before the uh, Spotify timestamp starts hitting two hours, we're going to wrap yeah, this one up. Uh, thanks for hanging with us. That was a fun trivia segment. Made my yeah. brain into a pretzel. Uh, also, thank you, Mac, for letting us spend 10 minutes on guessing the Avalanche players. That wasn't even the right team. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You're welcome. All right. Any final notes? Are we good? Um, Mac's birthday is on Thursday. So everyone wish him a happy birthday and happy yeah. Mother's Day to all those hockey moms out there. True. We love you. Yes. Both of those. All right, everybody. Appreciate the love and support as always. And without further ado, class dismissed.